This is what Christmas should mean to you and me. Okay, it's not about candles and handbells, although those are nice, okay? The issue is, is the real core of the, of, the, of the concern ought to be, is that this is a time when we understand that without Jesus Christ coming into the world, there would be no salvation. It would still just be unfulfilled promises. Thank you for joining us on the Walking with Christ podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bill Lavender. It is our desire to see you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ as you are daily walking with Him. Today's episode is the second in our series on why we celebrate Christmas. So without further delay, let's get right into our lesson. Not only does Christmas remind us of fulfilled prophecy, but also it signals that salvation is going to be available to all mankind. Salvation is going to be available to all mankind. See, John chapter 3 and verse 17 says this, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now notice the wording there. There's a lot of people got into this idea of what we call universal salvation, and just because Jesus died, he said all men would be saved. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible doesn't promise that all people are going to be saved. It just says all people can be saved that the world through him might be saved. Now, whenever you see that word might be used in the Bible, especially related to salvation, this is what we're talking about. Availability does not mean conclusion. You and I have a responsibility when we hear the gospel to respond to that gospel. God does not force his will on us. Does God ultimately know who's going to be saved and who isn't? Yes, but that's not our place to figure out. It's our place to be obedient, to share the gospel and not withhold it from people who don't show evidences of salvation in their life. You and I don't, do not know who the supposed elect are, okay? And so God makes salvation available to every man. It's our job to proclaim that gospel message to every person. It's not our job to figure out who got it and who didn't get it. But it says here that for God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. See, it's through Jesus Christ the world can be saved. It's through Jesus Christ the gospel come. It's not through Buddha. It's not through Muhammad. It's not through mankind's scientific abilities and technological advances. It's only through Jesus Christ. John chapter 6 and verse 37 says this, All that the Father uh, giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I'll in no wise cast out. What a problem! That couldn't happen until Jesus came. That couldn't happen until Jesus was born. We couldn't have that promise. Salvation has come to everyone. Everyone who hears the gospel can be saved if they hear and respond to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. When they hear the gospel and that conviction comes into their soul, the door is open for them to be saved. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9 says this, The Lord is not slack concerning His promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. So you should apply that also to prophecy between 4,000 years, 21 centuries, uh, 700 years, okay, between a promise given and a promise manifested or, or, or fulfilled, a prophecy made and a prophecy fulfilled. God's not slack. God's not lazy. God's not distracted. 
God is not slack. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, ward, or toward us. Long-suffering has, has the idea of long putting up with. It's, it's like patience, but it's a little more than patience. And he goes on and on and on, waiting for man. 21 centuries since the resurrection has the gospel been preached into the world. And God has raised up messengers. God's raised up preachers. And God's raised up missionaries and evangelists to go throughout this world for 21 centuries to proclaim the gospel around the world. The world cannot say that it did not hear the gospel or have an opportunity if the time comes when our uh, when God raptures his believers out of here and the great tribulation commences, they will not be able to say, I didn't have a chance. Yes, you did. You had a chance. You had more of a chance in 20th century and the 21st century than people did in the 2nd and 3rd centuries. Why? Because we have mass media now. We have television. We have the internet. We have radio. We have all kinds. We have the printed page in which the message of the gospel is getting out. We have people who are trained in linguistics, who are translating the Bible into in all kinds of languages. All kinds of Christian radio stations are being broadcast in foreign languages around the world. Television programs are, we have the idea of closed captioning on television in which somebody preaching in English can read what's being said in their, in their own language of what's being said by a preacher. The world's without excuse. But praise the Lord, the gospel is available to everybody through these various ways and means. That couldn't happen unless Jesus was born. Not that Jesus wasn't Jesus, because we believe that Jesus is divine. We believe that Jesus is 100% man as well as 100% God. That Jesus is co-eternal, co-existent, co-substantive with God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus left the portals of glory. He donned flesh, the Bible says, and he came into the world. So God's Word reveals to us that salvation is available to all people. Christ's salvation's call to wayward humanity is found in Matthew eleven twenty. We call this the great invitation. What did Jesus say in Matthew eleven twenty? He says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Are you weary and heavy laden? You know, that, that great invitation is, is a gospel orientation, but it's a promise for you and me as well. Are you a Christian? Are you loaded down with care and burden? Guess what? Jesus says, come to me. Are you a pastor, a missionary who happens to be listening, and you're weary in your ministry because of COVID restrictions or whatever? Jesus says, come unto me. Maybe because of COVID and because of the lack of, of interaction and the lack of friendship, fellowships, and stuff like that, that you, maybe, you, maybe you're becoming weary. Maybe you're becoming down. Maybe you're feeling forgotten about Jesus says, come unto me. The sad part is that we know from various passages that people will refuse the free gift of salvation. The biggest example I can think of of that being true is the time where Jesus interacted with the rich young ruler in Luke 18. Christmas helps us to remember that the good news of salvation has come. And it's not just come as a fact of history, it's come to all men. It's come to every person that breathes air, past, present, and future. Think about that. We do not need to live in spiritual darkness any longer. We don't have to. We do not have to bow down to 
images created by human hands. We don't have to submit to the falsely proclaimed divinity of human kings and rulers and potentate. Think about what the meaning of Jesus coming to earth, being born of the Virgin Mary. Think about what that did. Remember at this time in human history, in the Roman Empire, they were beginning to do emperor worship. And Jesus came at the right time and at the right place in human history to declare the falsehood of all of that. It's not that Rome was the first empire to demand emperor worship. It happened in Persia. It happened in Babylon. It happened in with the Hittites. Okay, it happened in, the, in South America, in Central and South America, with the Aztecs, the Incas, and the Maya empires. But Jesus came and says, you don't have to do that anymore. The Bible says no one can be saved except through the name of Jesus Christ. We're glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. If your life has been influenced in a positive way by this podcast, please write us uh, and tell us your story. Our address is Walking with Christ Podcast, Care of Liberty Baptist Church of El Paso, P.O. Box 4068, El Paso, Texas, 79914. Also, be sure to visit Liberty Baptist Church of El Paso on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. This is Dr. Bill Lavender thanking you once again for listening, and we hope the rest of your week goes well as you continue walking with Christ.